Hello and welcome to the Barber's Time Podcast, the official podcast of the Chaser Stephen McGee. I'm your host, Brandon Barber. We have finished up week eight. We're in the middle of an election, moving into week nine. And what better Hold than on. to yeah, have... We, we just, we, we just... So we had a bit of a, uh, a lights out over at the roommate apartment. I was about to intro them. We have the roommates on, David Cook and Ryan Warner. How are you guys doing? What's going on, B-Barbs and Stephen McGee? Yo, yo, yo. So you guys good to, good to go? You got the lights back on and everything? Yeah, I think so. As long as you don't give us another intro and uh, jinx us, I think we'll be all right. You know, that's what happens when you get electric intros like uh, Stephen McGee and uh, Barberstown Podcast. It just shuts the lights out. So speaking of, uh, of you, Warner, you've had a couple of big deals here this week. Um, I mean, not the biggest deals, but I mean, ours was pretty big. Um, got some running back ones moving moving to different teams. We had Cooper Cup and Clyde Edwards Glare moving over to your team for Nick Chubb and Chase Claypool. How do you feel about that one? Yeah, I was uh, wheeling and dealing this week. Um, actually, like it was because you hit me up originally about just Edwards Glare for Chubb straight up. Um, and I was like, I, I texted you and told you I was hesitant about that. Um, and it was funny because I had just gotten done with um, open gym, come back home, and I'm like checking uh, checking the app randomly in my driveway, and I'm like, oh, Barbara proposed a trade to me, so check it out. And I was like, I I mean, me personally, like I thought it worked for both of us. I was like, you know, I get a stud in Cooper Cup, I can throw in my flex. Edwards Hilaire, I mean, we'll see what happens with that timeshare with Le'Veon, but, um, and then you get Nick Chubb, who's going to be back in a week, week or two, and then Claypool pops off, you know what I mean? Like, he can drop 40 points in a game, so. Yep. The way I was looking at it, yeah, Cup is, like, a good bit better, like, a full tier better than Claypool, but at the same time, with my team, if I can get a guy like Chubb, I feel like I could go for someone who's going to go off. And for you, you get some stability in the back half of your stud receiver. So. Yeah, I was just really happy with getting – and also, like, Edward Solaire, like, we'll see what happens in Bell. But just getting a solid back, like, you know how it's been. I've been starting, like, Josh Kelly and, you know, Philip Lindsay and Frank Gore and DJ Dallas. So it's kind of nice to get some solid backs. And the biggest thing is that you get it the week that you play me, so I automatically don't have Chubb now. You get Hilaire, so it works out. Um, but you also uh, you had another move with DK and uh, Darius Slayton, Chase Edmonds moving, and then uh, Antonio Brown and T. Higgins moving on the other side. Now these are kind of under the radar guys for the most part, but I feel like there's some good names in there. Chase Edmonds has a chance to be really good. Yeah, I, uh, I I hit up Dakota. I was trying to, you know, every time I make a trade, I try to make another trade for some reason, or at least I look into it. I don't know why. It's like this, like... It's like getting a trade. Yeah, it's like this trade momentum that just, like, naturally occurs, and I'm like... So, I hit up Dakota and asking him about uh, Chase Edmonds, because, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, I made that trade with Matt getting Kenyon Drake, um, but... I don't know what his, like his status is like kind of up in the air. Like he was supposed to be out for like three to four weeks. Now they're saying he could even play this week. Um, so I just wanted to solidify and make sure that um, I was able to get um, a handcuff for, for Drake. And then just because I have crazy depth at the uh, receiver position, I figured like T Higgins was my flex, but since you gave me cup, I figured he was expendable. And then like Antonio Brown, like 
I mean, he could either get arrested next week or he could score 30 points. Like, so, um, even if he was good this week, no guarantee going forward. And on your team, it's like, he doesn't really have a spot. Yeah. I mean, he's not gonna, you know, I've Hopkins, Metcalf and Adams. So, I mean, like he could play in my flex, like, but it would be between him and cup. And that would just, that just creates stress un unwanted stress. So I figured why not, why not move him? And that was a big, I think a big part of me being able to get Edmonds in general was um, sending Brown over there. Yeah, I mean, looking at your team, when I started the week, I feel a lot worse about going up against you now that you actually have some decent running backs in there to go along with those stud wide receivers. So uh, I, I like your moves personally. Um, I, I also like our trade for both of us, like you said. Um, but overall, I, I think it was uh, it was good for you to make some moves and see where, see what happens. I mean got to do something, right? Can't just take the L's. So let's move on to uh, the Week 8 recap. We got Kale versus Matt. And uh, Kale pulling it out here, 111 to 103. Matt, he, he thought he had it. He did. But turns out Wentz just put up a stinker and couldn't recover from there. What do you think about it, Cook? Yeah, I think uh, when it really comes down to it, you can't you – can't, uh... You can't trust in Scotty Miller not to pull through on a on a big win. You know, Kale's now the number one seed. Um, you know, he's he's got some good momentum just in terms of getting some wins. Uh, I think Matt was in striking distance, but ultimately, you know, he struggled all year with with putting a good team out there. Um, and Kale's on a roll, man. I mean, Kale Kale's uh, definitely proven to be one of the best teams and best managers thus far in the season. But uh, we still got a long way to go. Yeah. What do you think about it, Warner? Yeah, I was uh, I was really ri riding the hype train with Matt there, uh, with Scotty too hotty, Scotty Miller trying to uh, pop off against good old uh, New York Giants. Um, didn't, but didn't they have a bet as well? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was a bet that didn't go through because uh, what's his face Coleman didn't play. Ah, uh, that's uh, no, they did. They did. Out of Dakota's book. It did go through, but um, I think Coleman went out right away, right? After, like, three carries. Which sucks because he was, like, three for 20. So he was definitely going to be the better back that day. It just happened that he got hurt. Yeah, unfortunate. But all in all, um, you know, Matt Matt's team's just struggled this year. There's, I mean, there's a few players on his team that I like a lot. But ultimately, I think uh, it's just a product of getting in your own way. Yeah, it's it's tough. But, I mean, good for Kale getting a win when he only puts up 111. I know you're playing the last place team, but at the same time, like you said, Matt's not necessarily a pushover. So it was good for him to be able to get a win when he didn't wasn't firing on all cylinders, moves to 6-2, and two, first in the league, um, just rolling at this point. I mean, he beat me last week, beats Matt this week, so just keeps on chugging. So... I don't think there's anything else to say about this. As far as like players go, it was pretty uh, underwhelming. So we'll move on to the next matchup. Good one for Kale there. Tough for Matt again. Uh, we're going to move on to Brown versus Germ. And uh, Brown gets the win 115-88.88 to for Germ. Um, tough for Germ because I thought he had this one. Like It was really looking like things were going to start playing out to him. And Taylor really hasn't come along like he thought he was, I feel like. I think he had a lot of hype going into him. What do you think about that, Warner? He's your one of your boys. Yeah, he is. What a barn burner between germs and uh, Mr. Unfortunate. But um, 
No, that's that's great irony for germs because I was trying to get uh, Jonathan Taylor earlier in the year, and he's been telling me, which makes no sense. Sorry, Starner, that he wants him to be his keeper next year when he drafts him in the third round. Yeah, so he's just gonna have Jonathan Taylor is t- next year taking away his second round pick. But anyway, um, he is one of my Badger boys. But yeah, I agree with you, Barber. He hasn't really lived up to the hype this year. He's had a couple decent games, um, but. You know, nothing like he hasn't popped off for like a big performance yet. Um, Especially behind that offensive line that's fairly good in Indy, um, at least for running the ball. They have some good guys up there. Now, he's shown up questionable I, I, on, the, on the injury report, so we'll see. Maybe that's it. I remember watching him against uh, the Vikings, and he was just bulldozing through the, what was that, like week two or week three? He was just bulldozing the line. I don't think the Vikings showed up that week. They haven't showed up a lot of weeks, Barber. <laughs> that is very true. But, yeah, but I think the he's, one that matters he's been most. pretty disappointing. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, th- I think that, uh, you know, it, it's crazy because of all the bad luck that Brown's been through, here he is sitting at number two. And he just keeps rattling them off, man. You got to give him props through yeah. all that he's been through. Death by far dealt with the most adversity this season and look at him he's he's the number two seed right now going into week nine week nine is it yep, yep week nine and good for him two games at, above 500 like that's just tough man um look at that lineup brown trotted out there man like i gotta give him spec for getting that dub like you got richard higgins sterling shepherd like miles gaskin like Ooh. leonard fournette hadn't done anything you know what I mean? Like, he was hurt, so he hadn't yep. even done shit. So it's like, and then rode the Philadelphia Eagles versus Gucci the Gucci Mane Danucci. So led them to victory. It's crazy. And, uh, I mean, Tom Brady, he's looking like he has a lot of weapons. Gronk's back. He could be someone that he could hitch his ride to for the rest of the year and uh, could look pretty good going down the stretch here. But let's, uh, let's look at Germ Squad real quick. Um, I mean, Carr didn't didn't do anything i'm not sure why you would play car in the windy cleveland maybe you didn't know about the weather but all i heard about that game was you don't want anyone in the passing game in cleveland because it was going to be like 50 mile an hour winds or whatever but i mean i don't know that's tough when you have two two raiders and neither of them do anything because of it Uh, yeah i mean when i look at his team there's really only two players that I actually like. It's Jonathan Taylor, because I think he's got a ton of upside, and then obviously Tariq Hill. Other like, than that... I like Robinson I, as well. I've, I've thought this and said this all year. Starner's team is just... I don't know. I look at him just like, that. that's not going to get it done. <laughs> well, it hasn't so far. He's 2-6. and six. Um, Putting up 88 points this week. Not exactly what you're looking for. Tough week. He gets Robinson back next week, so that should help. Robinson's probably been the best pickup all year, I would say. Um, just a really solid guy. Now, if you had him for a third-round keeper, maybe you consider it. But, yeah, I'm not sure what he's doing with Taylor. I offered him basically the same deals that I offered you, Warner. Um, and he just <laughs> he doesn't want it because he wants to keep that keeper. So we'll, we'll see how that goes for you, Starner. <laughs> we'll see, J-Star. Stink but, breath. But let's, move on. <laughs> let's move on to my matchup. I was able to get the dub, my second dub, the sweep of weak-ass pussies. I put up 142 versus Garrett's big 87 points. Getting some of that points from back from last week's stinker that I had. Um, what do you think about this, Cook? Um, I mean, 
I mean, I, I like your team a lot. It's definitely grown on me since week one when I, I rolled out the number eight, the eighth, eighth in the power rankings. Um, but all in all, what comes down to is that Garrett's team just didn't show up. I mean, he got 12 points from Allen. Um, Cooper got a whopping one point. I mean, Ridley with five. I mean, you look at it, the players that he expects to perform um, really just didn't show up. And then obviously he's got some injuries as well that I think when they come back, he's going to be one of the, you know, he'll, he'll be a top three um, team and Stephen McGee and, you know, might might have a chance at uh, taking it all again. Um, but all in all, man, I mean, looking at your team, I mean, when you get 50 points from Patty Mahomes and 20 from Cooper Cup, I mean, that's what what else can you ask for? I mean, you got, what, 94 points between three players? Yeah, that'll, that'll get the job done most weeks. If, if Zeke had Dak and, and he was able to put up more points, dude, you could have had a 200-point point, point match, you know? Yeah, and if I didn't sit Corey Davis, who went out for, what, 27, Zach Moss for 20, um, it's just – it's tough. You have to you have to play Zeke, like because you never know when he's going to score two touchdowns. And if you're sitting yep. him, it's just like it sucks. So, what do you have to say about it, Warner? Yeah, um, Patty putting a big fifty piece for you. That that'll uh, get the job done. So you got the you got seventy five points with Mahomes and Kelsey. That's pretty disgusting. Um, yeah, they. I mean, they cared. They cared. Then you got. I don't even know how to pronounce his first name, but Ku the Young Ho. <laughs> it's young way, <laughs> but it, young ho who gives yeah, the, I, young, young ho Koo with a solid 13, 13 points. That's Barber's boy. He saw double digits every week, pretty much. But is that the new Jeezy of the league? I don't think he is on Jeezy's level because I mean he put Ooh. up two two last week, so I don't think he's on that level of that year. But he's definitely been solid as a uh, backup guy. But it's not like I won the kicking matchup. Well, Lutz over there putting up fourteen. So, um, yeah. No, but your boy, your boy's been putting up some solid numbers recently. So yeah, he's he's um, solid. Got figured that I'd give him a figured I'd give him a shout out. But um, yeah, looking at Garrett's squad, man. I mean, they definitely were underwhelming. I mean, getting we're, when Fulgham's getting. I mean, sixteen point eight is really good, pretty solid. But Ridley and Cooper combining for six point seven. Um, that's not going to get it done. Henderson. Having a very average week. Jamal Williams had a good week. He just didn't put it in the end zone. Johnu and Le'Veon didn't do anything for him. So, just an underwhelming performance by his guys. What do you What do you two think about Lev Bell? Think he's gonna keep gaining in that backfield? Warner, you just got his uh, counterpart there. You think uh, Alaire's gonna keep that backfield? It looks so far like he's probably the better of the two, but it's really tough to tell after the the one game. Yeah, I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. Um, I haven't really watched too many Chiefs games, so, um, and especially, I haven't seen anything with Bell in action. Um, but, I mean, Bell has been like, you know, I mean, the thing is, he hasn't been doing too hot the past couple years, but he's also been playing for the Jets. Um, yeah. So it's one of those things, like, trying to see if he's, like, still an elite back like he was when he played for the Steelers. Because if he's still that type of guy, I think he'll definitely. Um, eat into Edward Solaire, but um, his snaps. But I don't know, man. I, th- what I've seen from CEH is he's a little jitterbug. Like, I, I like what I see from him. It's just the problem is, is it seems like they don't need to run the ball that much, at least in the past couple games. So we'll see. Yeah, not if Fatty's putting up five touchdowns and 400 through the air. 
but Patty hasn't exactly done that every week, so we'll see. Because the Chiefs... no, it was a, it was a couple weeks ago where they I think it might have been raining, but they said that the coverage and the defense and the linebackers they were all playing back, which then inclines the offense to run the ball, and they just kept pounding it with Ceh, and he was I mean he was gobbling up yards, and he had he, wasn't it just a couple weeks ago he had he had a twenty five yeah plus it game. was. It was week six versus Buffalo. He had uh, 26 carries for 161 yards. So they can do it through the ground. They can do it through the air, whichever way Andy Reid decides to, to do it that week. So Yeah, I mean, it, Andy Andy knows what he's doing. He's the best offensive coordinator in the game. Um, but uh, I think when you get 50 from Patty, you're going to be set up for success. Yep. Just that alone. I'm looking forward to getting the full team in there once we get Chubb and Mostert back. Hey man, I mean I'm I'm still open to to the trade barber. Just you know, just keep it in mind. You want some crazy trade where I give you all my good players and you give me like that, C- me? CMC? Never, never. I thought it was the other way around when he ever he traded you a Deontay Johnson and you got Mostert out of it. Yeah, you owe me. <laughs> that was a, a heck of a trade for you there, Cook. Heck of a trade, almost. <laughs> I ultimately though it worked out because I I ended up getting CMC and he's he's almost 100. percent And when he yeah. comes back, I, I give you props. You, you got a really good deal there to just fix that up. I mean, at the time, honestly, it was fairly equal because you knew Mo- Mostert wasn't exactly healthy all year. So. Well, and you guys know that I like stashing up on my running backs. I mean, we'll we'll get to that then, but I. I it ultimately all ended up working out, but uh, at the time, as soon as I made the trade, because I knew I wanted to make it, I was really upset when he he went down within the first half and wasn't yeah. targeted. I was originally telling you, like, even if uh, we don't get it done before kickoff, we'll just do it after the game or whatever, and we'll get it done for next week. And I'm really glad we got it done before then, because I don't think that trade would have happened afterwards. Yeah, probably so. not. But let's move on to your matchup, Cook. You got the dub this week versus Yogi. It was a tough matchup, 145 to 121. Yogi put up some good points here. You just you outclassed him. Um, well, I think ultimately um, Dalvin Cook, man. I mean, if it wasn't for him, what did, I probably what, what did Dalvin lost. do? Probably would have lost. What did Dalvin do? I don't remember. <laughs> he had the game of his career. Um, Who do you do that against? <laughs> Uh, who'd they, who'd they play? Some, yeah. some team with the worst rush defense in the NFL? I can't remember. That Swiss cheese of a defense. Yeah, I'd fucking say it. <laughs> so. But ultimately, I mean, when Dalvin Cook goes for 51, I mean, was he the highest scorer in the league? He was. So when Dalvin Cook goes for 51, and then Herbert's been hot, I'm glad I picked him up. Robert Woods, he's not – he's hit hes hit or miss. One week – it's like every other week. One week he'll get me 20-plus. The next week he'll get me like four and a half points. And <laughs> he's it's scoring just, touchdowns this, just, this year. It helps. Yeah, I mean, it's – I'll take it. You know, he's a little inconsistent, um, but I'll you – know, I'm going to roll with it. And ultimately, like, I, I think the trade between Yogi and I, I think it's – I thought it was really fair, but I don't – it was really tough for me to let go of Julio because I do genuinely believe that Julio is still Julio, which he's proven the past couple weeks. Um, me, I just love running backs. I love stashing up on my running backs. And now I have two, arguably, the top five. CMC hasn't played in a while, but 
if CMC comes back anything remotely normal, um, I mean, it's I think that Stephen McGee's in for a wake up. Yeah, you definitely had a good trade there, but I do. I ha- hats off to Yogi for making that trade because it's tough to move your best player. But if he's not playing and you're not winning, you got to do something. And you got 33 the first week, 13 last week, almost 100 yards there. If you got the extra three, you would have looked a lot better. And then this past week, he gets 137. Like he's doing what he wants. And then yeah, uh, like my thing is, is that I like I I do like Ronald Jones, um, but. Ultimately, he's a running he's a running back too, and he's got Leonard Fournette, and he, I think Leonard Fournette will eventually end up taking over. My opinion. I don't know how you guys feel, but that's true. Um, but on the back half of a Julio, that's pretty good though. And yeah. you, you gave him Deontay as well, right? Yeah, just to pretty much tell you, fuck your trade. <laughs> you just wanted him off your roster, but I mean, look, looking at his um, his last week, he put up twenty four and a half points, so. There's something there for Deontay, so it's not just a throwaway player. So, I, I hats off to Yogi. He did what he needed to do. And uh, anything you have to say about it, Warner? Yeah, I mean that's a tough deal. Like you were saying, Barber, like Yogi giving up his his stud. I mean, even though you are getting three players, um, I mean I was in the same position as Cook, where I gave up three of my guys for for a stud, and that was. I mean, I'm sure it was tough on Cook too, because like giving up three players, like that's a lot of depth. Um, but when you can get a stud on your team, like CMC, like as in how I did also with Hopkins, like it's hard to, it's hard to pass that up. Um, but yeah, just looking at this matchup, I mean, putting up 145 and then you have one player that puts up 51, like, I mean, that sucks for Yogi. Cause I feel like that with this year, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like 121 is like trying average score. Like, cause I feel like this year is a little below average than normal. I agree. Um, I, I agree with so that. So, like, Yogi had a solid outing. I mean, unfortunately, he had Peterson and Deontay Johnson gave him absolutely nothing. Um, so, that's what really screwed him. But also just, I mean, Fournette didn't score much, but he killed Ronald J- Jones' game flow um, with getting getting snaps and getting involved in the offense. But, yeah, Cook's got big week from Robert Woods. Um, Herbert balling out. Great waiver wire pickup. Um. Yeah. Great. Great win for DC. Goonie gang. Goonie gang. Goonie gang. Goonie gang. So I love that. I love that. It. it, <laughs> it it's not like really trending, but like everyone says it, and it's a little catchy. <laughs> it all started when I when I traded up for Dalvin Cook, and look how that. Yeah. We'll have to see how y'all do it in the springs. <laughs> Let's move on to your matchup, Warner. Um, you're able to get the dub. Uh. Put up the big number 175 this week. Blue Dakota's 101 out of the water. Um, overall, you got to be pretty happy with the team. Yeah, that was uh, a much-needed victory. It was also a nice little icing on the cake, uh, putting up as much as 175. Um, we'll not trash Dakota this week. I'll uh, I'll keep it nice. Showed you some good hospitality in Colorado. Showed me some love. Welcomed me into his humble abode, the coon the coon cave, for a week. So uh, came in for a week, and you left with a, a huge dub. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I was upset about was I wish I I left the day on on Sunday. I left the day of the matchup, so it would have been nice just to see him sulking. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the my team, and like everyone just had a good game, except the only person or you know people that didn't perform was you know the green bay defense but i wouldn't know anything about that 
So, yeah. but, um, not something yeah. you associate with. Um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately for Dakota, it's like Galladay just had a bad year. Henry Ruggs is hit or miss because he's playing for that trash team over in Las Vegas. Diggs just isn't as good as Adam Thielen. Uh, Teddy Two Gloves, he just, I mean, it was a Thursday game. Those games are always weird. So, um, Pittsburgh defense balled out. That kind of concerned, concerned me early on because, like, it was just very early in the day. But, um, Dakota had texted me whenever I, I was about to board my flight and I hadn't been checking the matchup and Metcalf had like 29 points like in the second quarter and I'm like, oh, all right, looks like I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, and you don't exactly expect that against the 49ers, so it's always nice when your stud can go off in these big games. You know he's matchup proof now and kind of have that confidence going forward, but you also got uh, Mr. Harris on the bench going off. Um, got to be pretty happy with his projects going forward. He seems like he has that backfield now, and he's pretty good too. Yeah, um, I haven't checked out any New England games, but um, I guess that's kind of a you know running thing with me. I don't watch too much uh, games other than Green Bay, but um, yeah, I mean, the, I check his projections, and it's like you know Yahoo always says he's going to get like eight, seven points, nine points maybe, and like he always ends up with like I mean at least recently in the past few weeks like. 60 to 100 yards like his only issue is you know Belichick I mean McDaniels likes to use like three or four running backs so the game script has to work for him but um yeah no he's definitely a a great waiver wire ad just to stash on the bench and then you know plug and play here and there yeah so good win for you um and then you were able to show up the lineup afterwards so we'll see how that moves for you going forward uh, to wrap up the week, we got the Captain America's Big Dick Performance of the Week. Uh, Cook, who you got for this one? You know, it. looking at it, there was a few candidates that we had come up with. But ultimately, I got to go with my boy Robert Woods, man. Give him a little slap on the butt and just say keep on going, man. Robert Woods, Captain America Big Dick Award. There you go. So we're going to have Warner go ahead and give us his power rankings then for for week nine, Warner, who you got? Just give us a rundown. What you think? All right. So, what? How should I start this? Let me. I guess I'll go from ten to one. Yeah, ten to one works. Times. Yeah, I guess that'd be kind of lame starting off with number one. Um. So the r- way I made these rankings is it's like a mix of you know how I think the rest of the year is gonna go, but also um had to add in like a little spice to it, like for for some respect. Um, for one one team in particular. So um, to start off, no surprise, um, I'm going to go with Yogi. Um, Yogi's team isn't like – it's not terrible, which like is like – It's come around. I, I mean – The trade helped. The thing is, is like honestly, man, like we look at all these teams, like other than like – I feel like most uh, – every matchup is not a guarantee for anyone. Um, so like I don't know. I just like giving Yogi to the stick too, so um, – I'll give Yogi number 10 spot. Um, next, at number 9, I got the big old sweethearts with uh, good old Matthew Smith. Um, I was probably going to give Matt last, but, like, I mean, he's made 82 moves this year, man. Like He's, he's trying. He's grinding. <laughs> like, I can't I can't put him in last. Like, he's, he's working his ass off to make something happen. So Got to respect it. Yep. So, um, yep, I got Matt at number nine. Um, so I got at number eight, I got the uh, wheelchair emoji, uh, little germ. Um, I mean, his, I, I like what I see from Starner's roster, like, as in, like, he's got a lot of, like, 
above average players, but um, gets decent projections. They just don't really put it together very often. So before you finish, um, in just my opinion, just to kind of throw a little wrinkle in there, I think that Starner has the worst roster. And I think Yogi's team, at least the players, if you're not incorporating the manager, I think Yogi's the best out of those three in terms of looking at his roster. Just my opinion, but then proceed. I forgot this was the uh, Goonie Gang and uh, Ryan Warner power rankings. But, um, no, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Yogi has a solid roster, but like we said, it's Yogi. Um, so let's go. Moving on to number six, we got tight ends and tight pies, Mr. Uh, Dakota Coon. That'd be seven, um, right? Because we got the bottom three and then seven. Oh, yeah, 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 my fault. I had to, I like, put arrows on my shit, so let's start that over. All right, and coming in at number seven, we've got tight ends and tight pies, Mr. Uh, Dakota Coon, the rare rat. Um, you know, we're, we're down here in the bottom half of the league. Um, he's got solid solid running backs. He's got Jacobs and Kamara, and you can't really beat that. But um, like Cook said, you know, Stephon Diggs isn't nearly as good as Thielen, and uh, he's got other receivers that are very inconsistent. So um, going to have hit him in the, slotted in the seventh spot. So at six, I've got – the Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang. Um, see, I've, I'll explain later, but I do like Cook's roster just based off the vantage point that he has CMC and Dalvin. So that really fucking scares me once CMC comes back because, like, they could combine for 60 every week at a minimum. Um, so Cook Cook's sitting in a good spot, and he's at 5-3 and three right now. So, I mean, got a good record, like, shaping up well for the playoffs. The only issue is your guys' division is loaded, so... Um, we'll see how that shapes out. Um, and I like Herbert as a waiver wire pickup from a couple weeks ago. Um, that's, I mean, he's been balling out. Little Cole Beasley gives him some value every now and then. Got to give him a shout out because I know that's Cook's boy. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I like I like his roster. Um, so, in the preluding to what I said before I started my ranking, um, when I said I'd add a little spice, now I've got, that's unfortunate, Mr. Brown at number five. Um, I know his roster is not good, but I got to give my man so much respect for grinding through this year with like countless injuries and just scraping together a roster that's going out and getting wins. Um, so roster wise, Brown is probably looking at it right now. He might have the worst roster, but he's just grinding out wins, man. So I want to give him his respect and give him his due and put him at the five spot. Um, so... After that, we'll go to four, and that will be myself. Godwin was one of us, uh, not is one of us anymore. But, um, yeah, I mean, I would like to rank myself higher just based off of my, you know, the, the roster that I have. But I did lose four consecutive weeks, so it's kind of hard to gas myself up. Um, speaking of gassing myself up, I do think that I might have the best top-to-bottom roster, but let's see if they can stay healthy. So... Got myself slotted at four. I've got you, Mr. Barber, garbage time, slotted at number three right now. Um, got Patty Mahomes. I mean, that speaks for itself. Patty, Kelsey, hookup. Got Zeke. I know he's, you know, dealing with all that madness down in Dallas, but uh, definitely have a good roster. And then we've got, to wrap it up, we got Alex Kale, the commish, at number two. And uh, number one, we've got... Weak-ass pussies, the most humble owner, and Stephen McGee, Garrett Breon. 
saw his brother at uh, the gym gym today. He works at Planet Fitness. I also saw Kale's dad. Said I said what's up to him. I don't think he remembered who I was. I also had my good for you. So he's probably like, who's this rather large, good-looking dark skin brother, black man, <laughs> waving to me? It seems like that's the uh, the whole old social hole for Boiling Springs. Everyone goes to to the Planet Fitness. I'll tell you, it's uh, Bubble Town, Carlisle, and Big Spring. Get them. For- even some like West Perry cats too. Weird. That's I mean, the closest. Not, not like they, they got any. Yeah, I was West gonna say Perry. not like they have anything up there. <laughs> they <laughs> cut wood and cut stone. Cool cook. <laughs> Let's move on to the uh, the week nine preview. Um, good rankings overall, Warner. Um, we're gonna start with Kale versus Germ, and uh, I think this is gonna be a quick death. I think Kale's gonna go ahead and flex his muscles a bit. He currently doesn't have a defense. I'm not sure if that's just he doesn't care enough to put one in versus Germ or what, but in my opinion, I think Gale's going to do just fine here. What do you think, Warner? Yeah, that would be a hell of a flex uh, by the commish. He just didn't start a defense um, this week. But, yeah, looking top to bottom, um, yeah, I mean, I think we got Thielen matched up with Detroit. That's, he should have a big game. He's got the King, King Henry. Um, he's got a San Francisco running back versus the Green Bay defense. Um, I mean, that just seems like you're going to get 100 yards there no matter what. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Starner's got a good projection, though. So, um, and he's got good matchups on his side. So, well, I, th- I think it could be a good one. So, we'll see. But based off on how the season's gone, I, I'll, I'll probably have to give to Kale here. I'm rooting for you, Starner, but I think Kale's going to. So, I no, think, I mean, no chance for the upset cut. No, no chance for the upset. I mean, I, I don't, I don't like Starner's team at all. Like literally, other than two players, one and a half. Um, you know, Kale's team, very solid. Do I think? I, I think he has a chance to make a run, but I think uh, he unleashed his load a little early. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested because the only way I can see it is if Watson goes off first Jacksonville, which he could do. And Tyreek could always go for 30 at any point. If um, Carolina gets behind, needs to throw it against KC, who knows, maybe uh, more comes alive there. Uh, it's going to be tough for him. I, I've got Kale, but uh, hey, my maybe, thing is, maybe is that I, I can pull one. To be really, I think to be somewhat successful in Steve McGee, you got you to gotta have at least one solid run. And I don't think Starner has any solid backs. Robinson I mean, is good. Girl, who? Robinson for Jacksonville. He's, He's been fair. Good. He's fair. Let's been be better honest. than Zeke recently. Yeah, but he put up thirty-three Zeke, last time but he played. Recently, but the Cowboys have been, they've imploded because of Dak. Dak I'm saying I'm saying James but, Robinson put up thirty-three last time he played. So we'll mm-hmm. see. I like James Robinson too. I tried trading for him, but Starner's a you know dummy. So. Yeah, Starner doesn't like trading unless he can trade you uh, his worst player for your best player. Or three of his worst players for one of he your best players. He traded me Debo for Cooks, and granted, like, at this point it's not working out. But if Debo's healthy, remotely healthy at all, like even towards the end of the year, I mean, shit, that, that could be my league winner. We'll have to see, Cook. We'll have to see. Um, I think we're all going Kale here. We'll move on to the next matchup. We're going to go Garrett versus Kuhn. Uh, weak ass pussies projected 133 versus DK's 130. 
Um, I think this will be close. I mean, I guess it really comes down to whether Thomas plays or not, right, Warner? Like, if he plays, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know what. So I'm looking at the, like, he's going to have to put in Melvin Gordon because Aaron Jones isn't playing tomorrow. Um, so, and then the projections are, like, so Justin Jackson projected 13, like, and that's like Kelly, when I before I dropped him, he was projected 12 versus Vegas. So I, I don't know what's going on there with those projections. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at both, and I think what it comes down to is are Garrett's receivers going to outs- like significantly outscore Dakota's running backs? Because I don't like Dakota's receivers, um, like Brown. You know what I mean? Like, it's his first game. Who knows? He, I mean, he could pop, but it's his first game back in, like, two years. Henry Ruggs is very inconsistent. Judy, I mean, Atlanta's a good matchup, but... I do yeah, like I, I do we'll like see. for for Coon that he's able to undercut Josh Allen. So if Josh Allen has a big game versus Seattle, Coon's going to get a piece of that with Diggs. So I do like that insurance. I think Kyler can go off versus Miami, but at the same time, Miami's been pretty strong here. What do you think, Cook? This is this is my uh, my upset of the week. I'm going with Coon here. I'm Ooh. taking Coon for the win. Um, all I gotta say is fuck you, Garrett. Hey, that's enough. That's all you need to say. So right. I will I will agree with Cook because I didn't make a pick. I was kind of just like checking out the, the matchup. I'm going to go and upset with Kuhn because the Pittsburgh defense is going to score 30-plus points on that Dallas offense. That That is very true as well. I didn't even see the <laughs> Pittsburgh defense. So I'm think- just going to add a little cherry on top. Fuck you, Garrett. I'm still coming to the wedding. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'll roll with DK as well. Love you, buddy. So let's move on to the next matchup. We got the stinker of the week. We've got 10 versus 9. Big old sweethearts versus thank you, come again. Um, who's going to win in this? Uh, what This is a rankings matchup pretty much, so they almost want to lose at this point. Yeah, the toilet bowl, man. That's exactly what I was about to say. Cook, who you got in this one? I'm going with looking at roster. I think it's safe to say you got to go with Yogi. I think Yogi's roster is way better than Matt's. Um, but if there's one thing I'll give Matt, Matt, Matt always got a little bit of fortune on his side. And I think that he could pull it out out of sure luck. But he hasn't had much this year. I, I think I got to go with Yogi. I mean, Russell, Julio, James Conner, Ronald Jones. I mean, Casey's defense has been formidable. They can create some turnovers and provide some points for him. Um, I think I'm rolling with Yogi this week in this one. So I will say yeah. uh, James Conner and Deontay should have a good game versus Dallas. But Warner, what do you think about AD going back home to Minnesota? You think he's going to run run amok? Yeah, you know what? I think I think AD will go all day against that Vikings defense. I think he will too. <laughs> uh, no, AD is a weird dude, so I don't know. Like I, I think he's definitely going to have that mentality. Like he's going in with he, the chip he, on He wants shoulder. to go in, and you know he's and trying it's at Minnesota. That's a, he's going in with it. I just, I, I mean, just looking at the matchup, I mean, one, I mean, well, Matt's got a solid receiving core, but Yogi's matchups are just super favorable. I mean, we'll see if Deontay actually has a game, but, like, that Dallas defense, he's got Deontay in, James Conner, um, AP going home, Ronald Jones and Evans against New Orleans. Um, if I was them, I'd maybe even look at putting in Roethlisberger over Russell Wilson. I know that kind of is my yeah, it's, sound a little stupid. It's but. tough not to let Russ cook. Yeah, no, I I agree. 
But, yeah, I mean, just looking at, like, we were talking about earlier with my rankings and Cook mentioned, like, Yogi's got a solid roster. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to go with Yogi on this one. I agree. I think we all got Yogi on this one. Tough for Matt. I mean, at this point, you're just looking. You get CMC next year. Just be happy with that, at least. So, uh, let's move on to your matchup, Cook. You got you versus Brown. Um, should be a good one. I think this might be the matchup of the week um, between this one and our next matchup. But uh, how you Correct feeling me if about I'm it? Wrong. I feel like I've been in a lot of close matchups this year. And granted, my points against is, I mean, Kale gave me the Cupcake Award because I don't have many points against. But nonetheless, I've been in some close matchups, some nail biters, each and yeah. every week. Won I some, th- lost some. I think most of the matchups, honestly, this year have either been complete blowouts where one team doesn't put up any points and the other goes off, or it's been super close. So uh, you've just been on those super close ones. So I think that – so what I will say is that I I think CMC is going to play this week. I will probably slot CMC instead of Mike Davis, um, which will – which will – I mean, I'll be projected more at that point. But, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm rolling with myself. I think that, uh, one, I have a better roster. And if I have Dalvin Cook and CMC both healthy, um, I think I could win any given week. And, I mean, Brown, for as fortunate as he's been, he's been able to pull He's been able to pull off some wins, and he is sitting at the two seed for a reason. So I don't think it's going to be an easy one, but uh, I'm rolling with Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang. All right, Cook, I think you're going to run away with this one. Um, I know Brown gets Carson back. We'll see what he can do versus that soft Buffalo rush defense. But um, I, I just I like your team so much better. Like uh, It's tough for Brown. What do you think, Warner? Yeah, I mean, AJ, to start off, AJ Brown's been popping off recently. Herbert has been very, very solid. And then just Dalvin Cook and CMC. You got Dalvin going against Detroit. I mean, I honestly have no idea how good the rush defense is, but it's Detroit, um, and it's at home. So Dalvin's going to get at least a touchdown, probably 100 yards. Looking at Brown's roster, I mean, he's got good matchups as well, but, like, my concern is, is Carson going to play this week? And then if so, like, or if he doesn't, then who's he going to throw in there? Um, I guess Fournette, and then would put someone else in off his bench, but... Um, yeah, I think I think Cook's got it in the bag. Just the, the matchups and then roster overall. I think I think Cook's gonna get a get a big win this week. Oh well, maybe then I'll move ahead of him in your power ranking. I had to. Hey, I had to. I had to give Brown the respect that he was due for this week. Um, I mean, come on, man. You gotta look look at his roster. Has arguably probably the worst roster. Maybe I don't know between him and Matt. And he's five and three, so I got I got to give him. Unfortunate Brown, you're about to take this out. And Brown has scored more points this year than Cook, so there is that Cook. Um, I mean, can't hide from facts. <laughs> respect to Brown for what he's done. Um, I think we're all rooting for him. Probably, maybe not Warner, not but me. like. I'm rooting for him. I want him to get in the playoffs because I want. Because then he can whoop his ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. So I'm hoping he beats out Dakota because for that last spot because I'm more scared of Dakota's team for sure. Um, I mean, he's got a two-game lead, so it's looking pretty good for him. If he can squeak out another two wins, maybe, um, probably be all he needs. So uh, let's move on to the last matchup. We got Barbage Time versus Godwin was one of us. Warner versus me. 
Warner, you looking pretty tough this week, I gotta say. Yeah, um, big thing for me, like, that I was kind of, I added Matt Ryan just because of the COVID situation going on with that Packers-San Fran game, and then before all the injuries, I was kind of concerned because you know how Green Bay plays against the 49ers, um, but with all the injuries and everything going on, I, I see Rodgers, and I mean, Rodgers and Adams are having a hell of a connection whenever Adams is healthy this year. Um, DK's just been popping off, Hopkins against Miami, like, that's... I think he should have a big day. And then I think the projection for Harris is super low um, against the Jets um, just because I think that game script will work for him. I think it'll be like a close game and he'll, he'll be getting a lot of handoffs. Um, and then Chase Edmonds um, should do well. He's got a very high projection against Miami, so I hope he lives up to it. But um, we'll see. But the thing that scares me about your team, man, is you got Patty's. I mean, he's guaranteed, like, his projection's 27. I mean, I don't know if they're thinking that, you know, that they're going to be up, like, 28 nothing at half or something, and he's just not going to throw much because I think he's going to get at minimum 30. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. I guess the only thing is, looking at this matchup, like, I think just the way with the timing of our trade and then just, like, the matchups I have, like, I'd probably get myself the edge, to be honest. Because, um, like, I mean, the thing is, Zeke, like, he's obviously hasn't been doing well, but definitely against that Pittsburgh defense, that's going to be tough. Um, and then Claypool's kind of a boomer bust guy. Zach Moss, um, you know, who knows with him and single, Singletary the Dingleberry. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm not sure if I'm playing Zach Moss or not. It's kind of up in the air between him, McKinnon, and Breida at this point. Um, maybe I make a move before then. We'll see. Um, either way. Moss had the touchdowns. I might just roll with him just to hope for the touchdowns. But, Cook, how are you looking at our matchup? Well, actually, I want to hear yours first, and then I'll be if it comes to that. Well, I think Warner's team's looking really tough this week. Those wide receivers are healthy. They're playing. Um, always got to be afraid of Rodgers, let alone him going back to California. Um, he, I mean, he played right up the road from Santa Clara at Cal, right? So um, I think him and Adams are probably going to eat uh, probably going to get like two touchdowns there on Thursday night. And uh, with the Green Bay defense, I know they didn't do it last week, but there's no one on San Francisco this week. So I think it's kind of like I'm going to be in a, probably an 80-point hole, 70-point hole going into Sunday. Um, not sure I can pull myself out of that one. Oh, don't reverse jinx yourself like that, acting like you're going to get 40 easily. I don't want to hear that. Well, no, with the Green Bay defense, too. I think Green Bay defense gets like 20 oh, that, themselves. That's- that stout Green Bay defense. No, we'll, we'll see. I hope. I hope that I'm banking on the fact that God forbid that they fucking fuck this up going against a preseason roster. Um, so I mean, I'm hoping for at least nine to ten points. That's all. I, that's all I want. So we'll see. I think uh, I'm gonna lean with Warner as well. Um, I, I mean, in your in uh, in your defense, Barber. I mean, you have Patty. If Patty pops off, like all bets are off and anything can go. But I think just looking at it, you know, pre-Sunday um, or pre-when any of the game starts, you know, Warner Warner's team des- looks destined to take this dub. Um, but I'll give it to you, man. I, I, I think it I think it'd be a close one. Yeah, I'm down my, my, uh, my two running backs this week after the trade. So I think Alaire could actually do really well against that Carolina soft defense. That was one of the parts where I was kind of feeling like if I tra- make this trade, I'm probably 100% like putting the nail in the coffin because I think Alaire is going to have a good game this week. Um, I mean, I guess the 
X Factor is Young Ho. You never know when he's going to put up 20. So <laughs> maybe Young Ho puts up 20, Washington defense puts up 20, and uh, I get 40 out of nowhere. So that would help. But well, I'm not sure that's going to happen. And even if it does, I'm not sure if it's going to get me the win. So well, the th- and the thing is, is that you have a ton- you have a ton of upside. Like Patty Mahomes, obviously, like he could go for thirty, but he could go for fifty. Marquise Brown, he could go for four. He could also go for thirty. Travis Kelsey, Patty does well. He's probably going to do the best the best out of all of the receivers and running backs and tight ends. And then Clay uh, Claypool. You know, he could go from four. He could also go through 30. So you got a ton of upsides, you know. Yeah, you got to roll it and hope it all hits. So we're playing it's lottery like a 50-50, this week. like 50-50, right, all at once. Yeah, we're playing lottery on this one. But I'm coming out of basically like one of the toughest stretches that any, anyone could have. Hitting uh, Breon twice, KL once, and then Warner. So those are my top three teams in the league is right now. So um, tough coming out of that, but... Luckily, it looks like it gets a bit easier for me going with uh, the end of the year. So I'll take this L if it means uh, I make that trade, which I feel like strengthens my team a bit more. So I, I've got E. Warner. Um, should be a good matchup, though. I think I could hang in there for most of the time as long as Metcalf and Adams don't do me too dirty. Yeah, I think the big thing is we'll see, um, like we were saying, I think the big the big key will be that tomorrow night, uh, Thursday game. Um just seeing, like, you know, if, th- if they pop off, then maybe it won't look too good for you. But if somehow if that San Francisco, you know, San Fran and Green Bay, they have they have Green Bay's numbers. So, I mean, if they, you know, hold them and I've got, like, let's say 50 points combined out of all three of those guys, then I think you got a good Yeah, I would be very happy if it was only 50. So, I mean, if it didn't happen last week where you guys underperformed versus Minnesota, I would feel a little bit better about something weird happening on Thursday, but... <laughs> Since you guys lost last week, you're going to be coming in extra focused. So um, I think he's going to do just fine. The only thing I can hope for is that you're running the touchdowns in instead of passing. I think that would be a big key to to victory for me. So we'll have Dexter to see. Dexter Williams going to pop off, baby. Yeah, you never know. It's always weird on those Thursday games when you get these backups in, you just crazy guys in because the starters aren't playing on a Thursday. And then you just get some random guy getting three touchdowns. So we'll see. Yep. But thanks for for coming out, guys. Uh, appreciate Wait. getting getting the roommates out. Any any last are, words? Are you going to uh, Are you going to ask us for like recommendations or? Anything? If you got you know any, I'm... if you got them, smoke. Come on. Yeah. Um. So I haven't been watching a lot of TV. I've been list. I've been listening to Audible. I'm not much of, I'm not a good reader, but I'm a great listener. <laughs> but uh, I actually, my other roommate, Dylan, you know Dylan, right, Travis? I think we all know Dylan. Well, I didn't know if you knew him or not. But anyways, he he had introduced me to an, an audio book, uh, Catching Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. I, I highly recommend it. I really like, I really like Matthew McConaughey. It's just. That's his memoir I, book, right? Where he just it, has it, a bunch of sayings and stuff, right? Yeah, it's really it's really just about like how to how to create um, good good fortune and pretty much like everyone comes across a red light or a yellow light, which is all like you got to decide like to pivot or completely cut it out or and then uh, when it turns green you proceed. Um, but ultimately, just I I would recommend it. Um, you know, just had a lot of good advice and just overall good recommendation. 
Yeah, I've, I've heard good things. Does he does do his own audiobook? Because that would be worth listening to it alone if he's doing it. Yeah, yeah he, he does it. And I, me personally, I think it's fucking awesome. I, I would agree. If he's doing it, I, I would probably go and listen just for that. Um, I can give a recommendation too as well. I already put it in the chat, but uh, Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Like it's a... Um, a show about chess where this orphan she's really really good at chess is like the only girl in like the 60s who does chess and it's all like a made-up story but it's great um definitely Queen's say gambit yeah go check that out it's uh it's not what you would think it would be and it it just hits right for me i don't know i watched the whole thing drunk on like a tuesday night so that worked out <laughs> well but uh you got anything warner you we good with that um yeah go visit colorado (laughs) i figured since i don't know how about you know maybe i'll be on the pod again but i figured since uh you know the one time i'm on here bubbler basketball season's coming up so we got oh yeah uh, we got our rec ball tryouts this weekend so everything's about to be full swing about to have no life until march um you know knock knock hopefully covid doesn't knock anything out for us but uh I will. I'll make sure, which I'm sure you guys would love to tune in. But um, I'll, we're gonna have all of our games streamed on Huddle this year. Oh, so, nice! I'll be yeah, checking no, that out. No, no fans in the stands, like so. It's just gonna be an empty gym. Um, not even just, parents. I don't, not uh, right now, just because the COVID cases being so high. Um, uh, yeah. As in, like, and then winter time. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if they'll let people in the gym. Um, <laughs> Man, I'll, I'll be honest. It's gonna kill me, man, because it. it you know, like, if there's one thing I really enjoy doing over the winter, I love going to watch high school basketball. Like, e- even if I go with Pitt, dude, like, I go with Pitt and hang out with him a little bit and we just watch the games. Like, it's a good time. And then, I like, I don't I don't just go to the Boiling Springs games. I go to more Boiling Springs games than any of them. But then going to see Harrisburg and Carlisle. And then all the good schools that, you know, all the good programs for basketball. Um, I'm going to miss it, dude. And it's, it's kind of sad I won't be able to catch any other than watching it on Huddle. Yeah, it's but, pretty uh, cool, though, that, that I'll be able to watch them at least. Not being around, I'll check them out every once in a while for sure. Yeah, so we'll see. But that's, you know, that, I brought that up just because my life's going to be over until about February, March time. So Yeah, glad um, we could get you on, though. Um, definitely nice to have you. Glad you j- jumped on after practice, so appreciate it. Um, I'm sure Martin's going crazy with making sure everyone's got the COVID procedures down and uh, getting the team ready. Yep, you know it. Make sure you give him uh, my hello, and uh, that I'll be checking him, checking you guys out on Huddle. I'll make sure to let him know, homie. All right, thanks to the, the roommates for joining me, and uh, appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Good luck this weekend.